0: Hi, I'm Sung Rae. I'm something else. Here at Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Black Girl Soul. I am something else with... Sung Rae. And today we are talking about The Glory once again, because it is such a meaty show and there are so many elements. Today we're going to focus on the characters, what we liked, what we didn't like, who our favorite characters were and whose um, asses we didn't like. Which characters we were like, uh uh-uh, you need to go down a ditch, you can kick rocks, we never want to see you again, we don't even like the actor who played you Because we hate the character so much. (laughs) Anyway, we are going to spoil the hell out of it. So if you have not watched The Glory, if you're one of like the two people on the planet who has not watched The Glory, then Mm -hmm. walk away and come back. (laughs) Because (laughs) exactly because we are really going to talk about the top to the bottom of this show. No secrets. Sung you start. Let me ask you this question. Who did you like the most in this drama?
0: Um, I think out of all of the characters, uh, my favorite would have to be Kang Hyun-nam, which was, who was played by Yum hai who's the sidekick friend. I really, really liked her, the one who was being battered. I really, really liked her character. I liked how she helped to bring uh, so like Hughes character out of her shell and kind of open up a little bit. Um, I loved what, even though, now mind you, let's just go ahead and state the obvious, her plotting murder, yeah, not so cool. However... I did like that she was trying to do something for her daughter to help get her daughter out of that situation and not be in the same place she was in. And I liked her dedication to the situation. Like, even when someone like you, well, Moon do Un decided to cut her off and, you know, I'm done with you. I just liked how she kept kept being who she was and kept on trying her best. Her character really was like a sunshine spot for me in the story. What about you? Who was your favorite character?
1: The thing... <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean in some way she was yes like you said like Mrs. Sunshine my favorite thing is when she said I'm a cheerful bitch I was like okay <laughs> chick. okay you my you my type of chick but um she to me had a lot of growth and it was fun to watch because when you first look at her, she's one note, right? Okay. She's a battered wife. And unlike you, I had no problem with her trying to plot his murder because I'm like, you laying hands on me and I can't just leave any kind of way. Yeah. You got to die. You got to die. Anyway, that's another story. But, um, <laughs> but I liked that. She took the opportunity that was available to her because when you realize that she couldn't drive, she barely understood technology, you know, it was like everything in her was just working her butt off and like loving on her daughter and it was in a weird kind of way, this opportunity that allowed her to flourish, allowed her to grow. Yes, it happened because she was stalking folks, taking pictures and engaged in like some underbelly type behavior. But I'm like, people have to grow however they need to grow. <laughs> so <laughs> so I really liked her as a character. I thought she was just like the perfect sidekick and it was just heartbreaking When she basically took the hits, literally, to save her child's life and to make everything flow. Because if she had, like, gotten up, punched him in the eye or acted any differently, then the things that needed to happen to her husband wouldn't have happened the way they happened. But who is your least favorite? Let's move on to that.
0: Um, I think just this is a, a, an obvious but I've I got a mixture of two I'm gonna be honest with you I got a mixture of two the obvious is obviously uh Park Young Jin or MG Yoon who played her character um she was the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst and like I got stated on social media she deserves M Yi Jin. Yijian deserves a best saying for this because when I tell Mm -hmm. you she acted ass off she acted ass off she did an awesome job portraying this character because I hated the character I hated everything about her I couldn't understand why she was still breathing by the end like oh it was terrible I disliked this lady a lot that character's a lot um and it was because I feel like she represented so many undesirable things the concept of being the spoiled rich bitch who gets everything she wants because she said it her mom always coming to back her up and making everything okay that was terrible um the fact that she manipulated and used people completely and totally like i honestly don't think she loved anybody it appeared from what i watched um except and I can't even say she loved her child. Like, it, it was so many things that just made me go, mm. this lady is trash among trash. But at any rate, she just represented all of those horrible things. And it seemed like she just kept flourishing throughout all of this until the very end. And even at the end, after being locked up, put in jail, she was still not quite fully in a place where she was saying, you know, I realized I messed up, I'm sorry, my child, oh my God, and like, none of those things seemed to come out of her mouth, so she was the trash of the trash to me, now, like, two steps behind her, because I have a special hate in my heart for pedophiles, is that mm. sick-ass teacher with that funky-ass haircut, <laughs> that yes. motherfucker, I couldn't stand <laughs> him. <laughs> yes, Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I could not, and it was simply because on top of him having that, I almost want to say superiority, but I can't tell what it was because he insinuated that Mundungun came into the school because she slept with somebody, and I'm going, how you gonna put that on her when you don't know shit about her? Then you just kept fucking with her and trying to like trying to run her trying to be a bully in so many words and it was i didn't get it when at the end of the day you were a pedophile like dude go lay down what is wrong with you you go do what you're doing and leave people alone one two and get you some help because what the fuck like yeah i just mm-mm. he was <laughs> he was two steps behind uh what did we call her we gave her a name but uh queen bitch queen yes.
1: bitch, something like that
0: two steps behind her for me well, let me so, start by... But, oh, go cool ahead. On. Okay. That was, or, do you have anything else to add? No, I was just going to ask you tell us who your uh least favorites were. Okay.
1: So my least favorite was the pedophile because he's a pedophile. And because he was like the full flavored pedophile. Like he wasn't just like, oh, I like little kids it was that he was a woman hater too. That's why he went Mm. after uh, Da'oon. Am I saying her name correctly? Lord, I never can't say her name right. Um, I think that's why he hated her. She was capable. He could see that she was controlled. If she had been some ding bat chick, he'd have been comfortable. Like, I think he was just like a woman hater. He couldn't handle adult women. That's why he ran after young kids. Like he was a mess. That hairstyle was a stroke of genius. I don't know who came up with that, but I was like, wow, kudos, you know, you get extra points. And the fact that they, the hairstyle was like almost a spin on Dong Un's hair. It was like, okay, so is Dong Un who you would have been if you could be a chick? Like if you liked women, like I didn't, I just knew right off the bat, okay, there was some kind of energy he was giving off. He was, giving, he was such a good actor that he was giving off pedophilic, is that a word, energy from get-go. So by the time it was, uh, you know, like clear that he was a pedophile, I was like, oh, yeah, because he was just too weird. He was too weird, too watching, too careful, too... even his smile was gross. I was like, oh, sir, what's wrong with you? And then when it came out, I was like, yep, that makes sense. And just to speak on Young Jen, if I'm saying her, Young Jin, if I'm saying her name correctly, the actress, I think, was stellar because she was dealing with a one-note character in some ways. I understood that she was spoiled. She'd been catered to. But I think it was too easy to just make her like your standard psychopath. They didn't add any kind of depth to her. Like, why the hell she was just like like that? I mean, I'm, and it's not to say that that's not typical of bullies you know, bullies who are mentally unsound, like pulling people who will support that craziness and they thrive under those conditions. But I wish that they had given a little bit more because they did that with everyone else. With her, it was like she was a bitch and she stayed a bitch. Like there was no like levels of bitch. She didn't like, you know, like the whole time that you see this chick who was supposed to be like damn near dead, coming back for you, I would stop and go, hmm, let me pay attention because this chick is doing some stuff I didn't think she'd do. I thought she was going to stay homeless. I thought she was going to stay poor. I didn't know she was going to show up in my world the way she's showing up. But Young Jen just kept on being oblivious. She kept on being a badass. Like I was like, you're not highly defensive until she... Like, got Dong-un's mother to start doing some dirt in her in her place. It, she didn't really comfort Dong-un the way that she should have initially, right? Because if it had but, been me and I was crazy like that, I'd have gotten Dong-un beat in, a, in an alleyway. Like, I would have handled it. I think
0: the problem, though, is that that's the whole point. Her whole characters, I'm like, for me, she did her job amazingly well her whole point was you are nothing to me I you I don't des- you don't deserve my attention you don't deserve any of that so yeah you're coming you're barking you making noise but why am I even looking at you because I'm over here living the dream when her dreams started to fall that's when I think she should have been paying a little bit more attention so like when her husband showed up at her house when she that's when I think she got on the defense and then started Doing stuff to fuck with uh, Dongun, but until then, in her head, you're a nobody. What do I need to look at you for? What do I need to think about you for? That's yeah. what what I took from that. But go ahead. No, no, no.
1: I mean, I I think that's completely legit. That like she was like, oh, okay, you don't matter to me. And then it's like, if I have to start paying attention to you, then that's a failure, right? Because oh, now I'm mm-hmm. I'm admitting that like you're getting me. I get all that. I mean, she was a mess. Um, She didn't even take off her shoes when she walked into someone's Mm -hmm. house. I was like, damn, you just an animal, ain't you? Damn. Like, because that's so ingrained in their culture. They don't even think about it. They just do it. She's just walking around with her green ass shoes. I was like, chick, Mm -hmm. you got to go. You got to go. Okay. So we can start from the top down, if you will, and dig into characters. What do you think about dung
0: um okay so dungun was diabolical this chick had layers to her like okay so when i think revenge sometimes i think old school so i'm you know thinking the old school master who is plotted out and he's got his ninja assassins who go out to go fight okay i'm there so i'm like she had her stuff so laid out so many people like to this day i thought about this the other day her relationship with um let me see it was Choi Hai Ji-yung. Ji-yung. that was the friend who was the stewardess mm. her relationship with her quote unquote mother-in-law how the hell did that happen i i, mm. I noticed, did they show us that did they tell us that i don't think they told us that okay and that's all I meant. I just was like, she had so many connections from, right. oh, was it from the the bathhouse? That was her and the lady. No, who, no, who no, was that wasn't her. the bathhouse. That, that was her. Yeah, the that was her landlady. Only, okay, so that's what I'm getting at. She just had so many connections with so many people from way back or either because you just it was just how she moved that those connections were able to help her as she went along and did things so I don't know it was she just had her shit was just so laid out it was almost past amazing like good god you thought about that oh my goodness you had that together so like yeah she was very very detail oriented in every step and honestly that's beyond commendable for somebody who because she started this when she dropped out of high school after her mother had signed them documents she dropped out of high school she went back and she asked the girl what's your dream old girl told her and she said that's it i'm coming for your dream and she meant it but when i tell you just along the way it was just wild watching how everything happened to get her to the place where she was able to make it all unfold and get to the point where she was able to crumble her whole world. So, yeah. I, she she was she was interested. Now, I'm going to give two, though. This is still my... I, I am a old Song haiku fan from back in the Descendants of the Sundays. Mm. And back then, she presented herself differently than I've seen mm-hmm. in drama since then. Mm-hmm. And so, even at the points where she's supposed to be happy, yeah, it's not quite there she she has continued to be deadpan for me for a lot of dramas and it's kind of a turnoff at this point like all your characters can't be deadpan less than joyous about everything I understood why she wasn't smiling with the sidekick uh um Hyun Nam I understood why she wasn't smiling with her initially but then towards the end when there was supposed to be a smiling happy moment she still looked unhappy in so many words so like I don't know I, I just need her to come out of whatever shell has her in that space because she's been there for some years now in my opinion that that's to me how it also play, it like plays into her character it worked for the character for the majority of the movie but towards the end or drama sorry towards the end of the drama it just didn't seem like it was it was that same old feeling of oh here's Song Haiky with the deadpan again
1: I think that's the reason why we put out a video of like um, a clip that we changed the subtitles on because it's well known that she has been like stone-faced, super stoic in a lot of the the dramas that you'd expect her to have more emotion in, right? Emote a bit more. I would say that this is the one drama where that fits. And we kind of talked about that when we did the other, um, the Glory blurb. Because it's now like almost her signature, which is very unfortunate because I know her from Full House originally and she was always smiling. Now, mind you, it was a different time. She was a different, she was a younger actress. So who who's to know? Maybe she just doesn't want to be that happy-go-lucky chick in a, in a drama, right? Like that's, she's trying to be a, a serious thespian. Okay, but, but twist the end how to smile shit <laughs> right, right. You're just' like, can you put on a smile? like I think she, yeah, she can. we saw the smile for a little while, like three seconds, right? But, um, I think that at the end of the series, you're looking for kind of a release because things are being finished, and the show did not give us the new version of her we wanted to see, like a happier, brighter version. You got a a few more smiles. It was like she was doing like micro expressions. She would look at the plastic surgeon and you could see that there was like a steam that she had for him and that he made her happy. But I also have to think about the character, right? This is us doing a deep dive into the characters. And I think that we have to acknowledge that if someone like her went through a lot of trauma and it's hard for her to trust and she has to control her emotions, or they'll burst free and she's trying to be as strong as possible. Maybe she's just not capable of like giving the whole big burst of happiness that we see with her sidekick, right? We're not going to see that the sidekick was getting her ass beat but she could find some happiness she had a child she you know even talks about that and that's what i love about this drama the characters talk about themselves and hunam if i'm saying her name correctly she talks about herself and she's like you know twice she talked about first you wouldn't think i'd be a cheerful bitch but like I am that way. And she's, you know, meditative. And then later on, she kind of reflects again on who she is and what she can be in the future. And I think it's the same with Dong Un. I want to say that towards the end of the drama, she does talk about herself. Do you remember that? Because I know she did. She kind of talks about, and I know she was talking to plastic surgeon surgeon about um maybe she was doing it in conjunction with her mother and like that she was finally free or something like that. I'd have to go look at it again. Um I've been watching a bunch of reaction videos to go with the glory because I've liked it so much. (laughs) And so sometimes you know people say interesting things. I have to think about it again. Maybe it'll come back to me. But um speaking of the plastic surgeon what do you think about him?
0: Um, our, <laughs> He was an interesting character in this drama. So while he was dealing with his own past torment and traumas, he is helping her through hers, which was beyond admirable, which is also why I felt like she was just so terribly wrong for trying to cut him off and walk away. But at any rate, um, Yeo, Yeo Jung, is the character played by Edo Hyun and I think Edo Hyun did a very good job of portraying because I've seen him in several things and so I like him as an actor uh we follow him on Instagram i like the you know things I've seen him in and what he does so for this character I feel like because usually he's not someone who's so dark he usually is the dramas I've seen he's been a brighter happier character so seeing him play this kind of like almost a dr jekyll mr hyde kind of character is how i saw him is like sometimes you see him and he's you know happy go lucky he's with work he's you know talking amongst his peers or whatever um he's playing go whatever but then you also see this dark side and the dark side Mm kind of appeared when his demons of the past were bothering him because he had that man who was in jail who had been writing him and basically sending him these messages just to fuck with him no other reason right there was no motivation there was nothing he was looking to get from it he was just fucking with him and so I found like you know his control in dealing with that was really really deep to me because I don't know he even went to go visit the man and told him he gave him the veiled threat hey you gonna mess around and I'm gonna be sitting up in here with you or something he said to him I can't remember what his exact words were but in so many words you gonna mess around and I'm gonna be there to Hope make some things happen and the man didn't catch the hint he was telling them I'm coming for you you keep fucking with me I'm coming for you but you don't know how to stop it so the man just kept on until he looked up in there he was in the same facility as he was working that was right. why I told y'all earlier about part three because I was like they never ever let us know how that wound up ending but again I, I'm not looking for it for that <laughs> I am okay with them leaving it just as it is and letting it lie. What were you going to say?
1: Well, I was just going to say, honestly, I would love a part three. Like that's where we're different. Yeah.
0: Because
1: because I feel like Dong Un is like a super genius and her field of choice is revenge. (laughs) you know, just the layers and levels. And I think he's like a suitable partner because she needs someone who's like a little bit more, she's so cerebral. She needs someone who's like almost a little bit more physical. Yes, she has her sidekick to do like the grunt work and heavy lifting, but he's like a suitable kind of balance for her because, but there is something weird about him. And that's why I wasn't sure while I was watching it initially, if she was going to end up with him because he does have his very dark side he's very like like you said it was so apropos Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde you know back and forth and so I was like is this dude gonna turn around and start cutting her because he seemed to be stalking her ass like what what's up with this and, and all them the damn knives in that drawer but who man is- I was like okay I know you know you a surgeon and all but what the what what but then when you get to the end and he like does the twist you're like okay that's some bad mama jama type stuff like he knew from get-go that she was trying to use him Mm -hmm. he knew what was going on and then when they kind of talked it out I was like oh that's almost sweet like y'all some crazy ass mofos and you found each other Mm -hmm. crazy Mm -hmm. together yeah right so it like so that's why I want a part three because I don't want it to be as easy as they want to make it out. Like, oh, okay, now he's working in the prison and they going to make this. I want to see that unfold. Like that is some good, good shit. Like I was like, oh, look at y'all. I love you. I love you. Let's go into this prison and create some havoc. It was so cute. <laughs> yeah, no, <boy. laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, look at y'all. Like, you know, if he the, if it would have been an American actor who would have like taken her hand and kissed her her hand in the car and then they would have gotten out and like pretend they didn't know each other as they went to co- you know commit some more revenge i was like oh if only but anyway they you know how they don't do all that in korean dramas they in the thai drama they'd be like let's kill them together you know it's just like Mm-mm, it's not like that but um So let's talk about the dude that everybody was in love with and everybody thought she might end up with because their chemistry is fire. Fire, I tell you. And that is like Big Papa. Oh, he's such a good big papa.
0: Yes, yes. Go on and talk about him. So Do Young for me, like initially I thought he, okay, so this is... 18 plus <laughs> yes girl i thought he was pussy whoop. like i'm going what the hell is wrong with this man he is not Mm-mm. able to see this woman is crazy and she's doing crazy things Mm-mm. and people are telling him and he's still saying i'm not leaving her i'm not divorcing her I'm going, what the hell so that was my initial thought but i guess it just took him so in my mind i perceived him as i kept watching that he was a slower processor which is fine because i'm a slow processor too i understand that need to take my time, need to make sure things make sense before I you know, can go forward. Once it makes sense, I'm good, but then, then I start moving fast. But anyway, <laughs> for him, it seemed like once he got to that part where he asked her, are you gonna go and make these apologies? And she took that paper through it and like, no, what should I go apologize for? What should I be? Da, da, da. That's I think where, where his breaking point came because he was trying to be the supportive husband all along, giving her all the room, letting her share her side, even though she was crying about you're not taking, you're not listening to my side. He gave her all of that, and she still never one time wanted to try to back back the Excuse me, I apologize, you guys, back pedal and say I was wrong and I'm sorry. So from that point, then you start seeing him making his moves. Now that's what I think I found interesting because. Obviously, he was nowhere near interested in Dungland other than I think she intrigued him for her, was it Go, the game they were playing? Yes. Her Go skills. Aside from that, he didn't seem like he was, now, yes, they did have chemistry that I saw and that I felt that I thought was going to go somewhere, but the chemistry was obviously, I guess, just the whole love of Go because he wasn't looking twice at her. He did not try to... And engage in conversation try to ask her did she need help with something he took that little girl packed herself up and got up out of Dodge and came back just to take care of one other little something and then he was good
1: yeah well see I okay so maybe I'm imbuing this character and the show with so much other stuff mm-hmm. I'm just pulling from all these other places but I kind of feel like he's a certain type of dude Like, high-powered, wealthy, I think he very easily picked a woman to marry who he could put into a slot. And it's the first rule of damage control is to admit the wrongdoing and then fix that shit. And so that's why he was looking at her like, I'm going to stand by you. I don't think he was pussy whipped. I don't even think he loved her like that because he said from get go that he only picked her because she had the shortest skirt. Like she wore the less, the l- least amount of clothing. Like, I think he was cold blooded like that. Like as all this stuff was coming out, he wasn't, I don't think he ever said in the whole drama that he loved her. Like it wasn't, I think he was doing what he was supposed to do because he was that kind of old school, proper guy. I'm going to manage the situation. Um, My family doesn't really divorce, like whatever it was. Right. I think he was an old school dude and it was like, this is how things work. I have this kind of family. I don't think he was looking at her to, you know, be his like soulmate, nothing like that. When all that stuff was coming out, he was shocked by it. But I I watched like a lot of the time it was like he was very controlled. And that's why I thought maybe he would end up with Dong Un because they were so similar in some ways. Like I felt like Young Jun um, was her counterbalance because he was different. But I felt like Dong Young was like her. He was controlled. I also thought he was kind of checking for her. I'm saying not in a very open, flourishing way, but he's like eating food at a convenience store that he don't even know about talking to this chick. Like, I think he would have low-key had an affair with her and stay married. Like, I think he's cold-blooded because it's the same thing. When he found out his wife had been cheating flagrantly and the kid wasn't even his, he was still going with it because... That's what you're supposed to do, maybe in their social class. So that's what that's the way I took it. I was like, I don't think he was like in love with her like that. I think he was doing what he felt he was supposed to do. Now he's one of those characters, I'm totally filling in the blank here, right? Because we didn't completely get a lot about him, but Mm -hmm. he's cold blooded enough to kill some dude at the Uh end. That's what I'm saying. Like this guy who like, he was a man's man. I think there was something about him because he didn't like compared to Jay June, who we could talk about, you know, colorblind. Colorblind was crazy, but Dong Yoon was controlled.
0: Yeah, I mean, and again, I said initially, I didn't say I thought that that was his whole character, but initially that's right. what I perceived him to be. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, I think he
1: gave as much room as he could and then he was like no I gotta protect myself and my kid and that is like some commendable craziness in and of itself that he so loved that little girl that he was like I'm keeping my daughter like and I didn't know if it was a function of I'm not gonna be embarrassed in these streets so I'm gonna like you know say she's mine But I I call him Big Papa because that scene at the end where he gets her from the baseball field, I was like, dude, you just got some women shaking their ovaries over you right now. He's such a good dad. He so loved his little girl that he was like, "Uh uh-uh, all these people are crazy. I got you. I'm going to protect you, even if I have to kill your biological father. Damn. But he handled
0: business anything to add before we move on yeah because i was gonna say i feel like with him also in terms of the daughter like regardless of the biology that's one of the things parenting is is a kind of touchy subject depending on who you are or what, what situation you've been placed in if you've raised somebody and he raised her from her birth all the way that's his child right the biological didn't matter at that point at this point I've raised you I loved you I know you you are mine I've you know I just happened to notice some stuff and realize oh shit you literally are not but I love you regardless so yeah I'm gonna take care of you and I'm gonna make sure everything is all right so that you don't wind up like these two crazy motherfuckers that parented you
1: right right
0: so, he in my mind that was beyond commendable notable and yeah because that was his child he was making sure his child was good she carried his name, and even as the man told um, Jejun, what you call colorblind, mm-hmm. even as they told Jejun, you have no legal standing. You are not. Right. Even if the only way he said was if they divorced, and then even in the divorce, he would have to deal with custody because if old God decided he wanted to have custody, he could still pull that gang, that card even despite the biology because he had raised her and she was on his family registry. So." Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that was dad. And oh, uh, Colorblind was just doing too much and trying to insert himself where he really couldn't fit. He was the square trying to be in a circle peg.
1: Right. Um, I want to say before we get to Colorblind, like, what did you think about that scene with uh, Jung Jin when she's in prison and they're like, it's time to do the news and she's straight up goes into crazy land full force, like full tilt, full leaning like It's crazy.
0: Was 110% getting the karma she deserved. She fucked with people and it was coming back to her.
1: Yeah, it was just interesting that the the route they were going to take was to um
0: I make her full on crazy.
1: Well no, was to take her full on crazy. You know, like there was a place where she could have been angry and pissed off and mad, but in prison, right? But, like, to make her crazy, like, she went off the deep end, that was interesting. And then you see her, like, kind of shaky and doing the no. I was the about news. to say, I don't
0: necessarily think that she went crazy. I, oh, personally, girl. from what I saw... What I saw was somebody who had been bullied, somebody who had been done the same fucking way she had done everybody else. And they had bullied her to the point where she realized if she didn't get up and get the news done the way they wanted to see it done, quote unquote, it was going to be a problem. They were going to kick her ass or whatever was going to happen. So she jumped her ass up and jumped into her mode. What made you say crazy? Because when
1: they told her to do it, she got up, right? Mm-hmm. But then she got hyped. Like because she was, was really doing her. It. No chick. She yes, got they real- did because
0: didn't you hear what the woman said at the end? Our news anchor has, uh, something she said about the way she was saying the news lately because that was probably one of in my i'm telling you just me personal from what i watch i perceived that as they had kicked her ass to do it the way they wanted it you're not gonna get up and just go oh it's it's raining outside Uh-uh. do it with some more emphasis and she being the person that she is she probably had to be broken in I mean, I, it's terrible to say it this way, but I'm just keeping it 100. She had to be broken to get to that point because of who she was from beginning. She, We just talked about how she was unbending, unyielding, unwilling, even as she's watching her life fall apart before her eyes, she was unwilling to simply say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, please forgive me. If she was that seriously stuck in her mind about her placement and where she thought she was supposed to be, she had to be broken them bitches in that jail broke her ass they right, her but- ass they fucked her up enough that she got to that space where yes she appears to be a little off but this is me knowing if I don't do it this way I'm gonna get fucked up again and I'm not trying to so let me just jump in the character that they want
1: but but yes no I agree with you that they bullied her and that they were like hey do it but chick, to watch that scene, and maybe I'm speaking to the actress and not the role, to see that actress like jump into that level of hyper, whatever, and you could see the tears shaking in her mm-hmm. eye, it was girl that's that's when I agreed yeah that's award worthy right Yeah. There. the yeah, rest ma'am. of the stuff I was like okay you an asshole but like when she got to that one part I was like wow I didn't think that she got to that crazy just on general but it's interesting like that is what her real fate was to like I guess you know the 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 reason is the bullying, right? But to get to this crazy space that she's just like, girl, it was like interesting to see. I was like, wow. Okay, ma'am skills, (laughs) but let's, let's talk about, um,
0: yeah,
1: colorblind. Um,
0: go ahead. Did you want to start?
1: Yeah, I was just going to start in that. I didn't, I'm looking forward to what you have to say because, with the bullies, they were very one-note to me. Also, I mean, they all had their little things here and there, but I didn't. I think that as actors, they were serviceable, and as characters, um, I don't know. It. I mean, they made him crazy from get-go, like they they did with Young Jin. But other than having to deal with being colorblind, I didn't understand why he was like that like it didn't make sense. What do you think?
0: I don't think, Now this is just me. I don't think for any of them, are we ever going to have a, why are you like this? Because honestly, some of it is just a symptom of you having traumas that have led you down this path. Or And then for some, you are just, that is, in your nature there's no explainable oh someone beat me when I was a kid or oh this happened no like so for him I wasn't even looking for that for him I think more than anything I realized he truly loved Yeo Jin. Mm. why he Yeo why he loved her couldn't tell you but he did he loved her he thought they were eventually going to be together all those other women including their friend Hai, Hai Jion, it was like all of them were just passing time for him until the two of them could make it work and be together. And even though she had lied about being pregnant, having his child, never telling him about it, he still was okay with that until he realized she wasn't going to be with him and then after that he was done. It was like I'm going to figure out how to do this myself because he wanted to try to be now he wanted to be super dad. Um but as far as being a bully and the shit he did as a bully, yeah, that that I wasn't looking for explanations for or even reasons why he was just an asshole and it was what it was but I think on a the other side just trying to see his the way he moved as an adult and the stuff he did as an adult was kind of wild and then he was even willing to toy with Haya June and make her a uh, surrogate mom once he realized right. he fuck with Yeo I was like dude are you that serious
1: was, that was some crazy 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 type Shit. I was oh. like, uh, but no, one of the pivotal scenes between Yojin and Jun was when they were standing, um, like at the front of some building, like, um, some tall, like maybe a hotel or something like that. And he was like, What do you love? Love him? No, nah, you know, you, this is what love is. And then all of a sudden she was like, I think I do love him. And he was like, You could see on his face, he was like, Damn this uh-huh. bitch is just realizing that she loves this dude and it's real at least for her you know because right. she's crazy and I was like dude why'd you even say that she wouldn't have known that she loved him if you hadn't been pushy about it <laughs> It was just weird it's weird and funny it was a hilarious scene to me um and if I were trying to dig deeper into the character trying to like make some stuff add up I would wonder if like him being colorblind with some kind of like defect that undermined his confidence because he was rich, good looking. And it's weird that like Yojin didn't marry him considering the class, they were of this, a similar class. I mean, he was inheriting so much from his family and it was just weird that like she didn't choose him. So um, yeah, I don't know, but let's talk about Hyejeon. I'm saying her name badly because she was the most interesting of the gang of the bully gang. As far as I was concerned, you might disagree. Um, what do you think about her?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. I didn't think she was. I think she was. I think she was the one, in my personal opinion who I found the sorriest. The Mm -hmm. reason I found her the sorriest was because she didn't belong. She didn't fit. She worked so hard to push herself into this. I'm like them by buying fake knockoffs and doing the stuff she was doing, trying to marry up. Like all of what she did was in this attempt to be what she wasn't. And at the end of the day, it killed her. Like not literally, but it killed her because you trying to marry into this family where you're lying to the people. They don't know anything about you or what you really do. You are trying to move in and make yourself be part be uh in a relationship with Jun when really he didn't care about you, didn't want you until it was beneficial to him. You um disrespected Myeong Oh which was Kim Woo one the one who died you disrespected him and talked trash about Kim Dung woo I'm sorry I thought it was an end at the end Kim Dong-woo but you disrespected him and talked about him because you thought he was less than and so in your mind it was okay you were content with trying to trash talk uh Dung-un because you know oh she's not like me or I'm not like her I'm better than her in so many words you you like in everything about her she was just sorry to me and so her character, I wasn't really feeling among the, the bullies. Like, none of them was I feeling, but her character the least, because I just hate that concept of you willing to push others down and be in these spaces simply because you're trying to make yourself look good, as opposed to being content with who you are. Like, I, I'm a big proponent for people just being okay with themselves. But well, you that's know- just me. So go ahead.
1: Well, you know, I think that Ha-Jung and mi Young Oh were kind of the Tweedledee Tweedledum male-female counterpart. Like they were two sides of the same um, thirsty coin. You know, like they're both like underlings for the gang. Um, they were both poor. They both put on airs. Um, in different ways and so with her she's a little bit worse than he is because of her sheer thirstiness Uh for jay june there was that one scene where he kind of threw her a bone he was nice to her a little bit And you could see the thirst on her face when she was like sitting next to him, just tilting her, trying to fix her hair and stuff, trying to look good in front of him. I was Uh like, and she completely threw over the gangster guy like he was a bird in the hand. The gangster guy had money. The mama didn't like her, but she could have done all right and she completely threw that dude over for Jay June. I'm like, "No, not his crazy ass. Like, he ain't really going to choose you, chick. You stupid." Um, so I think she was just like a a little bit thirstier. I think um Myung oh i I'm saying it badly. Um I think he was like I think he just kind of given up. I think he wasn't even trying. He was just like the gopher, and he was just doing his little part. And every once in a while, he would have to sneak something, some kind of perk. Oh, okay. I get to drive Yo Jin's car. I mean, uh, Jay June's car. Um, you know, I can maybe wear a piece of his clothing or do, you know, he was, he was more, he was more of a traditional gopher. Was there anything about him that stood out to you? Other than like, towards the end, he was like, irreverent and i appreciated that for him he got him killed but he was gonna die anyway um was there anything about him that you
0: liked um i think the one thing that for him that stood out for me was that he was willing because he knew shit he had same kind of information that Hai you had and this is where i separated the two of them because you're correct they were similar but where i separated the two of them was that he was willing prior to don't own approaching him i think she just happened to see it in him and was like oh this is my person i could use based upon the information she had gathered he was already seeing shit and trying to kind of compile some things no it wasn't solid information and no it wasn't going to get him far mm-hmm. but he was already there the other one she had to break her to get her there she had to break her by telling her Oh, I'll tell you, you know, let her see. I know your future mother-in-law and I could share all your dirt if you want me to. You know, like she had to put some fear in her. For him, he was already there. He was already tired of their shit. He was already tired of seeing them continue to be assholes to everybody and was wanting to make some changes. Now, what I do have a problem with, though, and I guess for me, they did talk about it, but I don't think it was fully... Kind of fleshed out. Now, again, I know that at the end of the day, Myung, no, getting ready to call her the wrong name. Haikyuu's character, Dong Un. I think Dong Un was going to take him out regardless. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. gonna just stay acting like he wasn't, it was just gonna go the way he wanted it. It was gonna be some other shit to happen. Because him raping her, because that's what we're gonna call it what it was, him raping her and then acting like it was all okay and cool throughout the their teenage years never was truly like dealt with or talked about she they mentioned it in some respect but i can't remember what and i know it wasn't too was it that he
1: did he rape her or did he rape the woman who worked at the store
0: he probably did both of them because he oh, did Jesus. her because remember when she was a child she remembered that tattoo he had leaned over and said something about I know you liked it when mm. I whatever and that's why she says she knew what that tattoo was and knew what it meant right, and she could identify his right. body He, he. I'm saying I, if he didn't rape her he molested her he did something to her sexually that was inappropriate that she didn't like that she didn't want it was unconsented touch yes he also did the worker at the uh, that's why she went on ahead and knocked him all the way off the worker at the uh, clothing store but, um, the other chick that was murdered by. Yes. The first Yil-jin. one. Yeah. I, I don't remember what her name was. Right. I forgot her huh? name. Yes. was it? Yesu Girl.
1: Nah. Okay. It's not. Yesu Cause I that's see. the daughter. That's the
0: daughter. So I'm not sure whatever that, that girl's name was, that was murdered by, uh, Yuljin hit her he loved her, why he loved her is what is beyond me, because I'm going to myself, if you did her the same way you did, Meng Dung Un, then was that your mentalness, thinking that y'all were, like, she was gonna eventually come to you, like, I don't know, but that was a weird twist for me, because he was ready to move mountains once he found out old girl killed him, then he was ready to lay it all on the line, say anything he needed to say. And like you said, that's what got him killed. But I was like, wow, how did you love somebody that you participated in the bullying of? And if you bullied her the same way you bullied Dongun, then sir, she didn't like you. You you was in fantasy land totally. Like, what was that? I
1: don't know. Well, okay. So this is where I'm going to like, with no psychology degree, I'm going to like take a super, super big leap because- I have a wonderful imagination, as Ray <laughs> knows. I think that he conflated being able to overpower her with being in love with her. Ah. The way that you see like some of these dudes who are beating up their girlfriends. I'm in love with you. I really love her. They believe that shit. They believe it. Because they have, they enjoy the feeling they have When they can beat her ass or they can control her. So, yeah, he felt like he was in love with her, especially if he was able to do that. And he was doing it in a time where everyone was shitting on him. Right. True. And then here's someone he could shit on. She was all his, his little doll to shit on. And then that doll is taken away. Like, because he had a fractured relationship with all the women every single woman there, he would have tried to get with.
0: Oh, honey, no, no, no. Of the women there, aside from I think Yiljin, jin I, I'm not even 100% sure about Hai-jong because he, remember, at one point he, quote-unquote, confessed to her and said he loved her or some shit. Right. He, he had oral relations with, we gonna get into Sarah. Right. Oh, gosh, we got to get into her crazy. Yes. Bit. But he has oral sexual relations with her. He has sexual relations with dong I think him and hai did. I'm not 100% sure. The only one I don't think it ever happened with was Yu jin Right. I, I think that what, because when, he would
1: always be extra flirtatious and pushy with Hai-Jong, but nothing came of it because she was saving herself for crazy crazy ass, <laughs> Colorblind. blind. Uh, so, but he he I think had a weird relationship with women. When he started dealing with Dong Un as they were plotting and planning up to a point, um, you know, he was extra flirtatious with her too. Like he didn't have a boundary, like I used to bully her. She ain't checking for me, like you said. I think he I think there's something a screw loose for him too. So <laughs> so but let us talk about chick. Let's talk about
0: Issa because she was something else. Ma'am, when I tell you, first of all, she was already just high-strung, over-the-top dude mm-hmm. much. They introduced us and let us know she's a drug user. Okay, that kind of made sense. It flowed with everything that she was doing. But Hunty, when she went off in the church at the fucking cross, I was done. I said oh goddamn! <laughs> not y'all got this chick laid in front of the cross masturbating I was done I just fell out I was like oh my god really this what we're doing yeah she took us all the way there that was so wild to me like whoever wrote that scene oh you you have a mind yes that just took me out it took me out
1: well I'll tell you I may talk about it right now but um let me mention this so that you can kind of low key think about it. Um, I was going to save the concept of death, um, for later as like one of the themes that we would talk about, but we're talking about the characters. And I think it's important for us to talk about how they died and how, um, tied it was into karma, like karmic, if that's the word, um, Of their deaths. So think about that. You may already have some thoughts, but I think it's more important for us to talk about it with the characters now than to like save it as something on the side. Um, For Isara, it made perfect sense because she was already the bastardization of religion. Every time we saw her on screen, given that she was a preacher's kid, she basically was the living embodiment of sacrilege because she didn't believe in, in the religion that she and her family were espousing. She was running in the opposite direction. It'd be different if she was like, you know, on drugs and needed help. It was beyond that. She was on drugs and she was a drug dealer and she had a whole scam set up. Having artists come in and she got them hooked on drugs And I have to wonder if part of them pimping her, her family, I mean, pimping her as this big artist was because that was a way for people to donate to the church. Because, um,
0: yeah, that's how come father went to jail or was under arrest or something for that Yeah,
1: Right. Because art fraud is like major fraud, right? It's a major way to defraud, you know, and to, um, money launder I learned that from reborn rich (laughs) shout out um and so I mean I knew it beforehand but reborn rich reminded me of it too so I think there's this place where as um, a character the only use that people had for her was like for her to be the fuck up because she was one of the top three in the gang because she had money but she didn't really have any redeemable character. Even like, even when they were all hanging out, she was bullying um, Hai June every chance she could. Like, the, the okay, the one redeemable factor I would give to her is that in some ways she was very honest when she dealt with the other folks in the game. Like she was, she was just irreverent. She didn't like kowtoe to them at all. Now, that may have been the drugs. I'm sure it was the drugs. But it was refreshing that sometimes when they were all together, she was like the vo- the voice of honesty. <laughs> <laughs> because she was like, I don't care what you think, you a hoe. <laughs> Like, she just did not care. Um, but as far as her death, it was such poetic justice. Um, she died by the thing that she lived by, which was a needle. Um, and she was on display, like she had been on display before. Her family had put her on display. You know, they hid her ugliness, but they put her on display. Otherwise, they used her. And so here she was yet again on display in a way that kind of tied in religion. Because at one point, I want to say her arms were up like Jesus. I was like, y'all are really pushing. Like at one point it was like they were pushing the religious symbolism with it. Or either she had, she was in front of a cross and you could see the cross behind her. And she was like devolving into like, you know, an overdose. Right. And I was like, dang. Okay. Um, so she lived and died by the same thing. What do you think?
0: I mean I agree with that totally I think that makes all the sense because that you know as you stated was the person and the lifestyle she was leading and it just you know took itself there
1: um so we've kind of gone through all the the bullies in the game we don't have a lot of other characters but we I think we can mention them as honorable, honorable mentions in a way. Um, I don't have her on my list, but Dong Un's mom was a piece of work, if ever there was a piece of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't just that she was just like, like they didn't they say that she was an alcoholic. Like, I didn't know if she was just like a lazy bitch. Like I didn't know what her issue, her mental issue was. She wasn't right. And that actress played her really well for crazy. Um, but she gets an honorable mention because she was just a good character for the time that she was on screen. She did what she was supposed to do and she got her just desserts. Do you have any other characters who are honorable
0: mentions? Um, before we go into honorable mentions, I'm gonna backtrack to Dongun's mom because that character for me, um, she was extremely interesting in a myriad of ways. From when we first first met her, when Donglun was getting bought out in so many words by uh, mm-hmm. Sarah, no, not Sarah. What is her name? The Joan Jin's mom. Yes, by her mom. And the reason I think I found that interesting was because, you know, you could look at it as, you know, yes, she's alcoholic. She's trying to get her fixed. But I think it was a little bit deeper than that. I kind of feel like that parent, because it appeared that Don't kind of lived by herself and fended for herself. Her mother was out doing the fuck she wanted to do and she wasn't thinking twice about that girl. In that same vein, I feel like she... Could have cared less or could care less about how things panned out for her. She was simply a tool for her to be able to use when she needed to use her to do whatever it is she wanted to do. So, in that sense, for her to go get this money was about, oh, her name is Park Gia. Her mm. name in the show was uh Me he. But anyway, Park Gia's care. Park Gia's acting was stellar yes because um, she's another person who I'm like oh she deserves a Supporting Actress Award because she did that damn thing playing the mom but as a mother and as me he, I think her whole mission was like I had you you because again we didn't get her childhood backstory but did she tell us she grew up with her grandmother did we hear that in there
1: do you I remember that. I don't remember hearing that It was just like they quickly painted Dong Un as like a kid on her own.
0: Well, so the reason I was wondering was because, again, it never seemed as though her mother showed her any kind. And I mean, that was what I was going back to even as a child, but I might be confusing this with another drama. But even as a child, like what we did see her mother never seemed to show her any kind of love, care, or concern at any point. And so even as she was growing up and we're doing the back tracks and seeing her in high school when she's you know working this job working that job doing these things doing those things that's how come her and the landlady became friends because the landlady said in so many words everybody deserves somebody who loves them somebody who's got their back she didn't have that her mother never ever gave her that and so like I don't know I feel like in the way I'm perceiving this the mom simply saw her as a cash cow however I could make some cash off for you or however I could use you to get what I need then I can be present but aside from that I ain't got nothing to say to you and I don't really care about what happens to you and so that's how come for me her and that character however that it wound up as long as she didn't kill her mother because again I think right it have just been over the top as long as she right. didn't kill her mother however that wound up was going to be fine for me because she literally showed her no love whatsoever and so that's how come I think I would love to know about her infancy from infancy to high school how did she grow up did she have anybody somebody had to take care of her somebody had to change her diapers somebody had to feed her because it got you know somewhere until she was able to fend for herself totally someone had to do something so was her mom the one doing it and if so Like, I don't know. It was just the weirdest relationship. And I feel like mother-daughter relationships are interesting constructs to me. And theirs was weird. Theirs was like super weird to me. Super weird. Because of the mother's lack of love. But go ahead. No, no, no. I mean,
1: it's true. I mean, sometimes it's like they lean into making the female lead as broke down as possible including like a mom who shows absolutely no concern and no love for her. When you were talking, I was also thinking about it. I was like, do we need to also talk about a theme of like mothers and daughters? You know? Um maybe in a different episode in a different or episode, yeah. Because it's just like an interesting thing. It's like my brain was just kind of going with that. Um well, we d- we are going to talk about motherhood. So yeah, it is coming. <laughs> it's coming. I was like, mm, mm, let me marinate on this. Um, yeah. Um, I think
0: the only other, because I mean, there was really, that was just me really tripping off of the two of their relationship and how they got to that space. I think the only other relationship, or only other character whom I wanted to delve into would have been old boys... Oh gosh, the the father of the sunbae she had in college, girl. Because he was was that uh, Jung Moon, the high school teacher. Yes, Jung Moon. Oh, I don't know. It was that was that thing just was weird because. Once I found out it was old boy's dad and the fact girl. that he turned on his father, I was like, girl, oh like that's what
1: that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe the um, maybe when we talk about it, it's not motherhood, it's it's parenthood, parenthood. because I did not see that coming. Um that was some ratchet upon ratchet that was some unnatural type mess like dude okay if your your father comes out to be like all kinds of messy it was like he was like I'm out for me F you and and I didn't see that about his character at all but he would be that dude
0: I think there was something else because okay we had that he had done what he had done to Un. however was there something else going on with that man as well some other scandal he was involved in because it seemed as though the son was saying in so many words let's just let you die with a good name let's not let your name get sullied because you done got caught up in this shit and this is something you keep doing like I couldn't tell was this uh I thought I thought he had been if not a Pedophile? I thought it was something like that. Okay, and that's what I'm getting at. So I think that was where he was going. Like you already got this one situation happening, plus you've done this to Dung Un. Let's let you go out with your name not being killed. Because
1: yeah, I don't even think Dung Un was like a blip for dude. I think, I think it was, it was after curious. a
0: while because he realized she was going to take it too far.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he knew right, that she, that's she was going to come go report, was, and yeah, yeah.
0: That's how come he was willing to say. This is happening. You got this coming up. Nope, let's not let this go down because now you're going to fuck my shit up because now you're making me look bad because I'm your child and I would rather not be the child of the pedophile slash uh, child abuser. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to just let you and the flowers go on together and have a good Man. one, there.
1: Man, it was like in weird places we would get surprised with some pop-up crap. Yeah. You know, and and they were good and bad. In that case, it was bad. Where it was good was the landlord, because you come to find out in the final episodes that she and Dong Un saved each other. I was like, oh. And I think that she was part of the reason Dong Un could like loosen up a bit, because she even said, there are people who are good who, you know, there are adults or folks who looked out for her that she didn't even know were looking out for her, Mm -hmm. including the landlord. Cause the landlord was definitely beating the bad mama's ass. Like, get your ass out of here. Lied a couple of times to protect Dong Un. And then you find out, you know, that she had lost a child and she was going to kill herself. And as a result, You know, Dung Un being in a similar situation, they helped each other. I was like, so I I have to give her an honorable mention because she was a pivotal character. She she wasn't like part of the revenge squad, but she definitely like gave him a place to
0: plot. The character actress is Son Son Suk. Yes, Son Suk. And so, if anyone is looking, because you're right, there's no name for her character, but Son Suk played the role
1: so I'm trying to see if there's anything else any other characters you want to talk about before we end this
0: episode no I think we have like pretty much like you said went through the bully gang went through those notable side characters that needed to be mentioned and talked the good stuff like there's some other things as you stated we're going to come back and talk about parents and childhood relationships and a few other details because the show had so many layers so many layers
1: right oh let me okay let me super super quick just speak on yo jun's mother because she was a small role but she was gangster i just want to say she was gangster when she's like finishing up her surgery and she took looks at her son and she was like I thought you were more like your daddy, but you're more like me. Gonna do that revenge thing you need to do. Just don't get caught. I was like, okay, bad bitch. Okay. So you're quiet, bad bitch.
0: On, in, on a TikTok, did a reenactment. And man, when I tell you, I fell out because of how she broke it down because, yes, yes,
1: she did. Right. If, if you have that, gonna send it to me because I was dying. I was like, I thought she was gonna be like, well, I'm scared for you. And she was like, uh uh-uh. uh do it. Just don't get caught. And then later on when she's of a mindset to go find Dong Un and like, stop her. I was like, cause you love your child so much. You're like, I know you're a crazy bitch, but he loves your ass. You better stay alive so that you can help my son. I was like, Uh Oh, this is so nice. (laughs) You're going to be your mother-in-law one day. It was nice. Anyway, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. And you got nothing
0: else? Nah, I'm good.
1: Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Look out for the other episodes we're going to do about other aspects of the Glory.
0: Share any ideas or thoughts you had as well from watching Glory? Because I see a lot of you guys have finished as well. So share your thoughts.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. If we're missing things or you want us to talk about some angle or other, Let us know. We are Black Girl Soul. I am something else
0: with... Song ray. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Soul. We enjoyed having you. And please subscribe, like, and follow our Facebook page, YouTube channel, Twitter page, Instagram page, and join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon. Please look below for links. See you guys next week.